Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is a thing. Yizzo! Are you as tired as I am from staying up on the phone with me all night? Girl. I'm so tired. Wake I'm up. so mad. We weren't even talking about anything. That's why I'm so tired. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Yes. <laughs> I was exhausted all day. And I was like, that's because we were kikiing, literally talking about nothing. We were talking about everything. Were we talking about anything? We were talking about... At first. And then it got stupid. Well, Hi, how we are. are you feeling? You're really loud in my headphones. Let me like turn you, you down, Sheila. Um, I'm tired because of you. I'm getting tired of your shit. You really don't ever buy me anything. I never buy me nothing. All right, come on. What's your update, Sheila? Oh, you got a cool update. If I could get in contact with this person, I booked an appointment. If you guys know anything, you know that grills have been a long time. What what would that be called? A long time thing that I've been wanting. And (laughs) the word that you were searching for was thing. I don't know what the word would be. We don't have obsession is too strong a word. It's not it wasn't an obsession, but it's been a goal. It's been a goal for a minute. It's been a goal. It's been a goal. And I said, I'm going to fucking do it. I'll be 30 motherfucking five years old. I'm 30 motherfucking five years old this year. I'm going to get me some grills. So I follow Helen with the gold tea, who's a master. What's it called? Uh, her name is Helen with the gold tea. Okay. She makes, I shouldn't have told everybody now. Everybody going to be yep. fucking swagger jacket. But um, I made a consultation. I don't know where it is. Still haven't received the exact address. So I might not actually be getting grills done. This is no critique of her business by any means. But maybe she keeps (laughs) it real, real low to the final minute. Like, I don't know. But I'm driving up to New York. I'm going to see you. I'm going to come see your apartment. We can't uh, even do anything. You can't do anything. I'm s- Listen, of your unvaccinated ass. New York is wildin'. What in the They're Australia, France? Are y'all coming? Let me tell you how New York. They just. I, I told. I. I think I told you right that they just passed that new law saying, by December twenty seventh, honey, private or public business, you must be vaccinated. I thought that was against. I thought they. They. The federal. That's against federal law uh-huh. to do that. I'm sure did. someone's going to object to it. That might, yeah. I'm sure somebody's going to be annoyed, but 
Damn, they che- and they check at, people honey. every time you go into a um, restaurant. They're Not checking. every place, but they're supposed to. So you never quite know. Like I went to a, a a bar and it only had like three people in there. And I think the only reason why he let us in without checking was because we were with my girlfriend, Angie. And she goes and she's vaccinated. So he was like, oh, hey, if y'all all, it was fine. And there weren't anybody, there weren't many people in there. But Yes, they say proof of vaccination, and then you have to take your ID out to show that that's actually your name. You're the human. They don't play. Well, yeah, we, uh, girl, I may have come see your house anyway. We will order in. You might yeah. not what? I said, I'm coming to see your house anyway, so we're going to order in anyway. Oh, I have a really good Thai place with um, Zap Wings. Have you had Zap Seasoning. Why would you say that P like that? Because it's with a P. A lot of people think I'm saying Zap or something else. It's Zap <laughs> Wings. It's so good. Lemongrass. Ooh. I haven't quite regained my sense of smell or taste, you, so ugh. it's all greed. I'd be fucking shit up, too, like I can taste it. <laughs> Y'all, back shot, that's your own fault because I told you what to do. I haven't I haven't regained all of mine apparently because people were during Thanksgiving saying how good my vegan was it it wasn't vegan it it was vegetarian Ooh. stuffing was girl we ain't even talking about like, your mac and cheese you ain't even come through with the that joint was about trash mac and cheese I was, first of all it wasn't dry it wasn't dry it wasn't it wasn't giving me the way it was supposed to. And the reason why, and even my mom felt bad, was because her oven is messed up. So that was what imagine we trying to oven. Imagine trying to cook in an oven where you put the temperature on 325 and that is it's not 325. It could be 375. It could be 300. You just don't know. So she had two thermometers in the oven trying to figure out what the actual temperature was. And then I was trying to get the top crispy. And when I tried to do that, it was a wrap. It was dry. And I was so mad. But I will make you mac and cheese again. I, just to be clear. You already, I already posted my mac and cheese. I already I didn't did taste the spoon it, test and it was like. <laughs> I didn't taste the dough. You have to taste it. But well, anyway. you can't taste anything right now. So when you get God your taste it. back, I'll what make it for you. What's going to happen? When you start scared. doing that, the smell t- training that I keep telling you to do. I, anyway. Three times a day, 30 seconds each smell. Sniff it three to four times a day. Real smells, y'all. If you are suffer- recovering from COVID, sniff vinegar, sniff pepper sauce, eucalyptus. What's some other? I was sniffing Vicks, Tiger Balm. Lavender. Tiger Bomb's the one. I gotta get some Tiger Bomb. That's the one. I had my whole nose in Tiger Bomb and couldn't smell nothing when I had COVID. It was like, is it there? Couldn't smell anything. I was putting Vicks under my nose, feeling the tingle, couldn't smell anything. That is, it is really terrifying. But uh, yeah, girl, we're gonna, I'm coming, up, I'm coming up there. It's gonna be exciting. I'm also excited. I just haven't driven to New York in a very long time. For some reason, I'm like, it's probably been like two years since the last time I really? drove up to New York. It's been a very long time. I'm lying. It's been a year. It's been a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh, in your new car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited to to hit the road with her. I have to name her. 
And, you should uh, get gas. Gas is actually actually cheaper in New York than Philly for damn, some reason, and I don't know why. Gina. But that's my hack for you. And if you pay in cash, mm. some of the gas stations have cheaper prices King. if you use cash. Precious clay. I can dig it. And, um, you know, just the year. I there. It's two weeks. I looked at the fucking calendar. It's two weeks until oh, Christmas. What? Well, I was like, that's crazy to me. This year is coming to an end. I'm feeling, and I, I, I feel, um, feel excited for the new year. Not excited. I lied, but I feel, I feel hopeful. I feel, I feel like this is the first time ever that I want to like plan things out for the next coming year. You know how some people are like, well, I'm already planned out for the year. You know, people like what do you Oprah. mean, like set intentions or plans? <laughs> No, like have like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to do this this month. I'm going to try to go here. I'm going to, I guess it's more business wise that I'm like trying to oh, figure okay. out stuff. But anyway, that's, that's it. That's approach. You know, that's it. Just, just keep on keeping on, girl. Uh, well, my, uh, I'm actually not that well. I'm not well. Oh. Um, like emotion. Uh I don't want to say emotionally. I, I, I'll get into it more, but I, right now work is, work is awful. The workload is awful. The people are not awful for the most part, <laughs> but you know, my last job was just toxic and this job is just really hard to have any kind of work-life balance. Mm. And it's so hard that someone in a leadership position hit me up and said, hey, I see you on... Because when you're online working, you have a little icon that shows you as green. And this human was just like, I see how late you're working. I see when these meeting invites are coming in, when you're writing. I see how early you're writing people back. I just want to let you know that you're doing great work. And if you are over this shit and want to get a job somewhere where it's not as crazy and I will write you a recommendation letter. Oh. Like leadership said that because they just see it. Um, So it's bad. And I I also feel like... Do you feel like that's (sighs) a a decision you want to make? I don't know yet. I don't know yet. If it continues, I I think what I'm realizing is... um, Every day of the week, it's just, it, there's no time for myself, and it's not okay. And um, I'm realizing it more and more as I talk to other people, and they're telling me about their work. Um, and I think I'm so used to being in a toxic work environment that I'm so grateful for this one, because it's not toxic anymore, not that bitch is gone. Oh. But, and, and the people are really kind, the company is great. I don't get to take advantage of all the things that the company offers because this just particular client and brand is really hard. But I think that I'm so used to crumbs that I got like a little slice and now I think I have the whole loaf. But I'm terrified to like go somewhere else. It's fear. I'm terrified to try to find something else too and then it's worse. Is it the workload so, or is it... Um 
It's the you workload. Boundaries. It's not the nature of the work. It's sh- it's the workload and the fact that the people that I work with need a lot of handholding and need a lot of reminding, and it doesn't it doesn't allow for me to do all of the tasks that I have to do, all the admin stuff that I have to do during the day. It's like I'm constantly um, herding cats during my work hours and putting fires out and on this call and on that call to figure this out and every the budget blew up, the client changed their mind, this, that, and then when everything, when 5.30 hits, now I can do all of the work I needed to do all That's day. Crazy. So now I'm working from 5.30 to 8.30. And then after that, trying to figure out around the way curl stuff. And it goes on, and it's every day, and except for Friday. And I made a big deal to a friend of mine and was like, well, I have this new thing where every Friday I'm closing my computer at 6.30. And I was so excited about that. And he said, 6.30 on a Friday, that's really late, Antoinette. And I said it like it was a victory. So I'm I'm checking myself a little bit because I know that I'm I'm used to not the best work con- environments and conditions. So that's something that is affecting all aspects of my life right now, from my social life to my physical um, just activity and well-being. Like, it's really hard to get up early. I did it a couple days and get up early and work out. But it's really difficult when you're going to sleep dumb late, mm-hmm. you know? And then even being on the phone with you, Till what we were on the phone till twelve thirty one last night. I needed that mm-hmm. because I didn't talk to anybody about anything else but work all day. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm trying to figure that out. I feel like a broken record that it's always me trying to figure out how to have more time for myself. But that's a thing. And I'm le- and I'm also learning that I can still be really grateful for my job and want more for myself mm-hmm. and want better. Because I never want, I keep saying to myself, like, I need to be grateful. Like, you were unemployed during the pandemic. Like, you got a raise. You've gotten this, da 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 And, and uh, you know, promotion, all these things. But that doesn't mean that it's all still okay. So also figuring that balance out. Um, because it's allowed me, you know, to get this new place. I'm furniture buying. I'm really happy about it. Uh, and for anybody that lives in New York or in the surrounding areas, I highly recommend you go to the West Elm Outlets. It's like Tanger or Tanger Outlets. There's a West Elm Outlet, a Williams-Sonoma Outlet, Mm -hmm. a Restoration Hardware Outlet, and then they've got Home Goods and something called Home Sense that I've never heard of, but it is the shit Mm -hmm. up the road. It's just a bunch of different outlets where they get these shipments of furniture, the furniture pieces that have these little nicks in them, like tiny. Some yeah. of them you can't even see. They used to have an anthropology and, outlet in, uh, <gasps> like the home anthropology outlet in New Jersey. Oh, Ooh. I would drive. Do they still have it? And they closed it down. They closed it right when I was opening. Table. That's how I learned about it, right when they were closing in 2019. And I was on anthropology two days ago. Their, Their shit home is so stuff. cute. It's so it's cute. So, it's so expensive. And it's expensive for no reason, too, because some of it's like, this quality can't be as good as like a West Elm or a CP2 or something. Y'all are just drawing because you're anthropology. Fuck out of here. But it is so cute and so nice. Ooh. So I'm doing that, and that feels really good. I, I'm 
realizing this space did not feel like home. And now that I got some plants, my little carpet set up, like now I love my my this space, this living room. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with it. I'm so I feel really good, and I spend a lot of time here. This is where I work. This is where I record. So now the bedroom has to be the next priority where it's fully furnished. I just need to find an altar and I need some blinds. Y'all, the ghetto. I have paper blinds up in my room and every time, and I have all these plants in my room. So every morning I have to roll them up and it's like, <laughs> and I'm just like, grow up. The nerve of you. I bought a chair that was wildly expensive from West Elm and then I have paper blinds it in my room. So time, baby steps. I know, but I have to prioritize a little better. Like the blind, Jade came in here and was like, Antoinette, the next item on your list better be blinds or I'm going to p- cut holes in your chairs. <laughs> so that, um, and then I've just been feeling, and I think it's because of work. I think it's because I'm in this space and I feel like there's all this opportunity. I'm going to use my friend's word to be expansive. And I feel that where it's like, oh, I can... There's there's so much that I can now do, and then I feel so tight mm. and 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 constrained because of work and restricted, and so that has felt strange. And that and I've been like just feeling tender, and not even always in a in a melancholy longing way, but also in a really nostalgic way. Like I was. I should have put this out. I'm going to talk about this in hot shit. But I was watching a documentary and they were playing the music of E.T. And I started crying because my sister loves E.T. And apparently, like, she used to cry. And I guess I kind of remembered it. I can hear it where it's like, no, don't go. Mm-hmm. Come that back was a to, to E.T. Yes. And and you hear the music playing and I'm just like. <laughs> and my friend was like, are you crying? Like, what is wrong with you? I was like, I'm fine. So I don't know. I've just had these tender feelings and listening. To, I'm making it a practice too. So we can just go into hot shit. So hot shit, I watched a documentary called The Score. Highly recommend it for anybody that geeks out on music. It's all about uh, the music, the soundtracks, the scores of film and television and how they show how basically... Like, they'll show the film without it, like, you know, clips, and then they'll show the the music with it, and then they'll show how they got to, to like, the construction of the of the score. And it I, the, the music does at least 50% of mm-hmm. the work for the actor. Yeah. And then you have how it's shot. That does another, you know, I'm, I'm a music person, so I'll say 30%. I feel like the actor is just doing, like, and then you have the writing. The actor's like 10%. Like, shout out to you. Great job. But it's the the the, the scores of some of these. What's your favorite score? Th- <sighs> oh. don't say I don't know. That's, that's really Jurassic hard. Park. Well, Jurassic Park is really beautiful. That's not my favorite score. Um, I would really have to think about that. I, I, I don't know if I have a favorite score. I definitely think Game of Thrones was masterful. Mm-hmm masterful that that music when that when the night king is walking toward bran and how they how they use the piano and those three different chords how they brought in the motifs 
the, when the dragons were in the the picture, there was a theme that Shut came up, in. How, it was no, I'm saying like I geek out on this shit. So the the songs of the of the of the Starks, the Winterfell, Casterly Lark, like all those things that you don't even necessarily catch, but you feel it. When you yeah. hear it, you know where you're at. It establishes the environment, the mood, the everything. Um, so I actually listened to the Game of Thrones soundtrack. Didn't you so go that to a concert? You went to a concert. Yeah, I went to the live. It was amazing. It was probably top three concerts I've ever been to in my life at Madison Square Garden. And it was it was up to season six when we thought John um, was about to die in the Battle of the Bastards. It was like I gotta watch oh that. I, I'll never forget again. watching it. It was it was it was amazing. So I geeked out to that, and I say that after I'm being really intentional about the music that I play in my home, and I think everyone else should, because I realized how quiet my home was before because I didn't want to make any noise to dis- disturb anyone. Mm, and years, now, girl. oh, it was silent, silent silent can you imagine do you hear me talking about music silent I never played anything so now if I'm as soon as I get up there I I'm I'm either gonna put on like my little calm app my little mindful meditation or I'm gonna immediately turn on some sort of music before bed some sort of music like music needs to be I have my records out I'm using them more so I'm intentionally bringing that back into my life because it was something that wow that's deep i'm not rest- i'm not yeah i don't have that I couldn't restriction imagine. anymore oh yeah silent silent home Mm-mm. so yeah so that's that's something the other thing that i'll say for hot shit i'm geeking out this week really into explained really gets me going i've talked about explained before on the podcast but I, I just want to mention again that I highly recommend. I've been telling a lot of people about the credit cards explained. There's so many folks, and we tried to break it down in our around the way, curl ass way, and it was a hot ass mess. There's so many folks that need to understand how to use credit cards. And that little 22, 24 minute episode on explain it's and explain is broken up in the different categories so it's like the regular explain which is three season and they've got sex explained the mind explained money explained and now they have coronavirus explained which I'm excited about that but this is under the money explained one and I really highly encourage people to watch if there's one that you're going to watch watch the credit cards one Watch the billionaires one, which is on the regular explain, which really blew my mind. And re- and you're able to wrap your head around how much money is actually out in this world and why capitalism is so evil. And then I just watched the psychedelic drugs one, and that was pretty damn cool. I was like, internet is ready to do some fucking interesting. Drugs, I might get weird on y'all. I might take a trip, but I'm too scared right now. I got to really trust someone. You know what? If fuck doing it with anybody, you should, it depends on why you want to do it, but you can do, um, you can go and, and it'd be like therapy. You go take three high doses with folks that actually 
can guide you right? can guide you through and like do like do therapy not even a shaman like therapy like a psychotherapist that is specialized mm. in psychedelics and psychotropic i, I don't know if i would want to go to like go do ayahuasca with the shaman maybe yeah I know someone who did ayahuasca. Ayahuasca, um, for some reason, feels like I don't think I need ayahuasca. Her her conversation with me around ayahuasca was who did ayahuasca? She she's I'm not gonna say her name. You know who 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 in my life would have done ayahuasca? Really, ayahuasca. Who would have done ayahuasca? Think about it. Yeah, but she she um. She was into a lot of spiritual practices. She was a healer herself. And the ayahuasca is something that she said she she had to be like calmed down. Like people had to try to get her. She almost had a bad episode where she wasn't really ready for all the things that it was yeah. revealing. But she did it intentionally to see her her brother who had passed to try to connect. Um, with her brother and it was just too intense it felt too real and she was yeah so I don't know I don't know if I would go all in high dose sounds a little can't even take a full edible yet I'm thinking maybe a little micro dose little baby steps to the psychedelic drugs but also I don't do drugs (laughs) for anyone listening so this is all um me just talking about a virtual world that I live in. And then lastly, for me on the hot shit, I want to shout out Clint Coley, Mm -hmm. who has been on the podcast before. His show, which I love, the World Series of Spades, season two premiered on Macro, uh, which is a free, it's like, it's dope. It's like a free network. I didn't know anything about it, but it's a free, oh no, on Caffeine. Macro is, I'm the worst. Caffeine Network is the network, and it's like a free app, and it's you can watch it on TV, you can watch it on your, on your um, phone, on any of your devices. Uh, but Macro was the company that that produced it. But um, anyway, season two, like the last season was was with regular ass folk, and it's basically a spades tournament, super for the culture. It's hosted by Roxy. I forget the other guy. Um, he's a sports analyst though. And then he has, um, Rhapsody on there. He's got Makai Pfeiffer and his homie. Like it's regular, degular, like the blacky, black, black, black folks of black, oh, Babs from, (laughs) from Deban. Uh, all these kind of folks on there and he's refereeing and it's a lot of fun. So I highly recommend folks check that out if you know how to play spades. If you don't, then you could just watch it for the commentary, but you're not going to be able to understand what's happening or whatever. Um, So, yeah. Do you have anything um, to share with the people? No, I don't have any hot shit to share. Damn. You ain't listening to anything new. No, You didn't find a new lipstick. Past two weeks have been um, not very exploratory for me. Okay, queen. Say less. I feel like I'm talking too much. Um, Shut the hell up then, girl. Well, you ain't putting nothing on the outline. The fuck? Juicy Smollier. <laughs> Juicy. Juicy J. Juicy S. 
Child. What is that? Like, Antoinette, I don't even understand. We, we're bringing this back. What happened? We are because now he's actually on trial, Sheila. You he's on TV, trial. So he's on trial. Defending himself. Facing up to three years in prison for filing false police reports. <laughs> and he is adamantly saying that he did not make this up. He did not falsify anything, that he was attacked in an apparent hate crime. But the plot is just getting thicker and thicker, honey, during this trial. So let me break it down. Okay. I, I, we all know, I hope, that uh, Juicy Smollier Stop told the police that, that I can't because I actually don't know how to say his last name. So I can only say what Dave Chappelle calls him. Juicy Smollier told the police that two men had attacked him uh, an anti-gay race and made anti-gay racist comments, poured bleach on him and put a noose around his neck at two o'clock in the morning in Chicago after he was leaving a subway on below temperature freezing weather. A subway, not the train, a subway sandwich shop. <laughs> so um, authorities soon came to believe that the actor had paid two acquaintances the brothers uh, Bola and Ola Ashundario, uh, they were paid, I believe, a total, I hope each, because this isn't that much, $3,500 to fake the hate crime in order to garner sympathetic media coverage for Smollier. No. Now, the prosecution has sought testimony this last week um, from five police officers and the Ansandario brothers, who said that Smollier conducted the hoax and directed them on what to say and do. The Bola Ansandario also said that he agreed to the plan because, quote, I believed he could help further my acting career, unquote. So the plot is going to get a little thicker, Sheila. Smollier said he picked the brothers up because there's footage of this now. There's footage of Smollier in the car with the brothers, okay, at their North Chicago residence. Now, he went to go pick them up, and he said, I picked them up because the Uber prices were getting a little too high. So I said, you know what, I'll come scoop you. And he picked them up for what he thought was going to, he wanted to have a workout session. If you've seen the brothers, they're Jack. They're these big husky fitness guru folks. Um, but the footage shows that they never actually left the vehicle. So Smollier, Juicy said, well, what happened was it was, a, I was a little uncomfortable. I felt weird that Ola was there. The brother that he knows super well is the other one. I'm forgetting his name. Bola. Child. They named their kids Bola and Ola. <laughs> Y'all irritating me. I just realized that. <laughs> Don't play Wait, with me. That really? better be a damn typo. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me if that is incorrect, because that just feels ridiculous. Um, <laughs> so he was like, I don't really know him like that. Like ah, He felt like it was weird, so he, he decided to cancel the workout, and he just lied to them and was like, oh, I have an... He had an interview, so he was like, I'll just... He just blamed it on the interview and was like, that's the reason we can't work out today. Now... The prosecution also pointed out that the vehicle, Juicy Smollier's vehicle, pulled up to his house. They never got out. But then 
passed the staircase of the supposed hate crime three times before Juicy Smollier took them home. Mm. Now, Juicy said uh, the staircase is, quote unquote, around my apartment. And he denied that he told the brothers that that was where mm. he wanted the attack what to take place. Happen? So now we're getting a little deeper. Ju- Juicy also said that Bola on Sundario, he and Bola had a, a, a different kind of relationship. Um, Bola on Sundario would help him get drugs. Those drugs included cocaine. He also said that the two had forged a sexual relationship. Uh, he testified that they had a private room at a Chicago bathhouse one night. They did some drugs and like made out. Then on a separate occasion, he also told the jurors that Bola snuck away from his brother after they were they after the three were at a female strip club together and they proceeded to go to a private room, make out a little bit, and masturbate together. Um, So Juicy also said that um, he just just did not... Well, Juicy didn't say this. Bola denies having any kind of sexual relationship with Juicy and said he didn't even know that there was any sexual tension. Wow. So you just have these... Three grown men telling complete. I don't know if Juicy did it. I don't know if Bola or Ola is lying. But all I know is these fools are almost 40 years old. All just lying. Who is lying? We're too old for this. Now, I can understand. I do believe that Bola and Ola are, (laughs) they're Nigerian, right? Don't get me to, because somebody just cussed me the fuck out last week about, they called me all kinds of names, y'all, about being racist against Africans. I was like, I I don't think so, but all right. Let me see. Bola and Ola. Bola and Ola. Juicy. Smollier. Let me see. I believe they're Nigerian. What that got to do with anything? Well, I, it has to do with the fact that culturally, Bola having this relationship with Juicy would be a serious that that that's not something that um, is super widely accepted in Nigeria um, mm. and in Nigerian culture. Okay, I see, so I, see. I could understand the denial of like, nah, nah, and fuck you talking about. Um, if that. If they did have a relationship, we don't know because the point of this entire long-winded ass story is the fact that there are people saying the exact opposite of one another in a court of law where there's actually penalties for lying. And I just could, if I was ever on the stand, I really, it would take, I might lie for my kids. My life for my mama. It depends on what y'all did, though. If you just did some dumb shit that I told you not to do, I'd be like, boop, they did it. <laughs> like, I might not say they did it, but I'm like, I don't know. I, try I wasn't there. I don't to get know. on that stand or be like, yeah, I would. But if I was up there and couldn't couldn't slither you my way out, Kimmy, girl, you were going 
Snitch. I'm not going to jail for you. I'm not going to jail for my sister. I would well, I Tina. would try my best not to answer the question. You know, you have you've seen slick ass people do that. But if if I really had my my feet to the fire, <laughs> I'm pointing a finger directly in your way, like in your face. Shanti did it. I told her not to. <laughs> I don't sure think I'm that's a no surprise. Shit with you. But you know what? My dumb ass would lie for, for my man. That uh huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And sell his mixtape. Yep. You be up Stupid. there taking it, putting coke, cocaine in your butt, crossing borders, doing all types of dumb stuff. No, I don't. I, I hope not. Oh, not I, I can't deny it. I hope not, though. <laughs> that's, I, I, that's, I, I hope that's I wouldn't do that. 2020 internet. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. Oh but my god. What do you think? Do you think Juicy Lie? He's just I look at him and I don't he makes me uncomfortable. You're a racist against light skinned people. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it is. Yo, the whole crew kind of make me uncomfortable to be completely honest. No, I like that family. And shout out to that family because some of them follow us and like around the way curls. We wonder what you're bringing this up for. This is a tender topic for that person. I hope I, I said if he did it or if he did it. I don't know. We don't know. I just, he doesn't, I don't trust him. But also. Do you trust Bola and Ola? Have you seen Bola and Ola? Look yeah. them up. <laughs> Everybody Google Bola and Ola on Sundario. And I don't think I'm saying their, their name right either. And I don't mean any disrespect. Um, you Google them and Jesse's face, Juicy's face comes up. Look at him. Yeah, I don't, I don't trust him. I, I just, I don't, I don't trust know. them either. I don't know. I don't trust, I don't trust any of them. They was just doing stupid. I believe all of it. I believe they was out there. <sighs> Getting involved. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> what did you see? Because that was a real visceral response. Yeah. Jesus. Jesus. I believe that um, they was just out here be- doing their things together. And then Jesse had a dumb idea. And it was like, bet. And then things just fell apart between their agreements. And now it's this messy unraveling. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I bet okay, Jesse was like, they was probably doing stuff together, hanging out, kicking it. Running I feel these like streets. they may have had, they may have been high as shit when they came up with yeah, this. Yeah, Jesse great was idea. like, this is what we're going to do. This is what you're going to do. They were like, okay, 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 okay. And then when the shit hit the fan, it, they didn't have their stories straight. It's a mess. It's a, it's a real it's awkward mess. It's a subway sandwich for me. <laughs> I'm like, what did you order? And why are you acting all brokey, brokey? Why are you acting all brokey? Yeah, like, want to Uber them? Now you couldn't have taken to... an Uber. You couldn't have gotten in Uber Chicago in wintertime. Free. You know how fucking cold it is in Chicago. Is Shout out to we them, been, though. Shout out been. to Subway. Uh, also, Subway, it's been uh, noted that there is pork, beef, everything but and fish. Something else, everything but fish in their tuna fish. Sandwich, so. Who the hell found that out? That's what I wanted. To know. I don't know. Somebody tested that she shit. Was, was like, mad this shit. She tasted like mayonnaise and pork. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? They're like, this tuna fish tastes too good. Bacon? 
don't know. But prayers up for Bola Ola and Juicy. May the truth set you free. Prayers up also for... I don't want to see these black men get locked up dead ass, though. I really don't. All three of them. I mean, somebody... All three of them is... uh, It's just so stupid. It's like you didn't have to do that because now you take away from the movement that you were trying to maximize off of. It's just... It's ridiculous. Nobody asked for this. And it's also kind of scary. It's a little scary that... um, it, It makes me think about Hollywood... And it makes me think about, it's almost like a, you know how Facebook is launching like that alternate universe, like that virtual kind of world, metaverse No, I, I really have not shit. done the due diligence to really see what this <sighs> alternate know. universe, like he really- I feel good. like Shanti comes on Around the Way Curls to get her news. I might. I might. I don't. <laughs> I a bad idea. I really you're getting haven't your news like from listened me. to anything, or <laughs> I know the multiverse is the metaverse or whatever. Is I don't thing. even know if it what it's called. So, it's but bad I, I haven't source. dived into like what his actual. It's basically is. like Sims on crack. So what I'm saying is, imagine being in Hollywood and your life is so. It's it's so far from I guess from what we what a regular human reality is and so you live in these fictitious narratives and the only way for you to to really see yourself is to create a new narrative like a storyline it's like a reality show too it's like the the truman show but also on steroids mixed with like a little bit of just of narcissism and yeah he's just not well like you can't blame that all on hollywood I know some I'm, no, Hollywood could have could have like made the narcissism and the and him being a sociopath worse. Shout out to him. Or he's telling the truth. Shout out to the um <laughs> smallest family. Or believe him. <laughs> you see me, I'm trying to walk that fence. I'm trying one foot on this line, one foot on that line. We straddling that fence, baby. We will, we will find out. Um, also, prayers up to Nick Cannon, who lost his five-month-old baby oh. due to a brain tumor. He shared his story. Nick has been trending, Nick. but Nick was trending yesterday, though, for a very For other reasons. Reason. And I thought that was still the thing. And then this came up, like, Jesus. Mm-hmm. But um, that was super sad. God bless and, him. And then and he the, has his new talk show. And he, he had talked about it on there. He spoke about it. I was like, oh. I couldn't have. I'd be like, listen, I'm actually unable to do this. But um, I think it was like day two of the talk show. So I'm sure he was like, what the f- That drove it on for did. a minute. He got a talk show for a minute? Yeah, it's been on for like a, probably it's more than day two. It's been like a month really? or two. Mm-hmm. Then why was he trending yesterday? I thought that that was like the, oh, because. Mm-hmm. It was just because of okay. his penis. On whatever I day it was, say it out of that thing was. I said, Nick, you. That thing why was banging. I said, Oh, I see why Mariah had your babies. Why y'all okay. put a little in, in some tidy whities Like how? Why you drew this out like that? He couldn't have had any underwear on. That was ridiculous. It was. It looked like he put his pe- He took his penis and put it in his pocket. <laughs> like, <laughs> like. Oh, I almost. I like. He forgot his keys and just put it in his pocket. I'm like, what the? Fuck? Sorry, keep Are you kidding? Head. Shout out to Nikana. That was really sad, though. That was that's really sad. I feel terrible for the mama. Mm. 
I can't imagine. You can't lose a baby. Nope. So, um, yeah, prayers up to Nick Cannon. In other news, uh, politics is usually wow. Prayers up to the Cuomo family. Child, what's going on? They was, yo, before the panty or during the panty, the Cuomo family. It was everything. They were, they were New York royalty. Chris Cuomo got COVID, continued his number one primetime show, 9 p.m. CNN, Chris Cuomo. He was in his basement sweating, red, a little bit out of breath, still doing his news coverage because he wanted people to see what COVID was because he felt like this is an opportunity for the, for the world to know this is not fake. And to encourage people, New Yorkers especially, to stay home, wear your mask, wash your hands, et cetera, et cetera. Governor Cuomo came through with the come through like, New York, I'm going to take care of you. He had the Navy come through with, his, with their little hospital. He's fighting with Trump. He was damn near about to be the next goddamn president. Honestly, after Biden, if he would have played his cards right. He was, he was on that trajectory. The world was tuning in to his, his press conferences, his daily press conferences of how he was handling the pandemic in one of the most populated cities in our country, affected terribly, thousands upon thousands of deaths. It was turmoil here. Yeah, but he up, was girl. our set guiding light. Set it up, bitch. <laughs> now these motherfuckers is gone. Canceled. I said, God damn, it was all good a week ago. So we know that the former governor Cuomo had some accusations, some sexual assault accusations from different women. He left office because he was going to be booted the fuck out somehow, some kind of way. So he was like, you know what? Let me gracefully bow out. And 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 this and this is this is real. I'm gonna stop playing because this is kind of unprecedented. We've we've never had this kind of family, I don't think, where you have a governor of a city, of the of the probably the one of the most popular of New York, like the governor of excuse me the state, New York State, and then you have New York City super machismo guy comes from political royalty. I mean, we have mm. Bridges named after his father, right? Oh, I did not know their legacy. Yes, legacy, legacy, legacy. <laughs> and then you have his brother who's got the top rated show on CNN. Wow. Who Are they a top has Italian? To... Yeah. Mm. They're Italian. Cuomo. They look a little Puerto Rican too, though. Not um, a little Puerto Rican. <laughs> they do. They look a little Puerto Internet, Rican too. That was... What? They do. I would not be surprised. They look Italian and Puerto Rican to me because his brother like looks... Is. His brother doesn't just look Italian. Now, Chris be looking white, but shout out to him. Let me finish. So, Chris now yeah. has been fired from CNN because he violated his journalistic code of mm-hmm. ethics and lacked integrity. Mm. Now, what he is accused of is helping his governor brother mm-hmm. at the time mm-hmm. during the sexual harassment investigation. 
Chris Cuomo used his connections with the media to help his brother get ahead of the stories that were coming out and prep his defense. There are text messages where Chris Cuomo was working very closely with the governor's team saying, I've got information on this woman. I've got information on this one. Basically trying to feed his brother, using his his sources, mm-hmm. his journalist, journalist friends mm-hmm. to say, hey, 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 this is coming out. Hey, she did, look into this on her, right? Now, Chris, it was very awkward while he was on the air because, and he finally he just had to say, okay, I know the boundaries now. Like CNN slapped his hand for something. I forget what it was. But um, in May, he was like, I know the boundaries now. I'm just trying to be there for my brother. I understand CNN's stance as well. But you can you can rest assured that I'm, you know, everything's above board. Well, apparently it wasn't. And then CNN, um, first they put him on uh, a suspension. They hired their own folks to investigate. And that was when he was terminated. Now, there's also a sexual assault misconduct allegation against him? from an anonymous person against him. Wow. CNN has not, they have not cited that at all. For any, they're saying, they're like, they're not saying that had no bearing on it, but they're not bringing it up when they talk about him being released. He has denied that. CNN hasn't even commented on it. And um, the New York Times, they, it's just some anonymous source, right? He lost his book deal. Mm. He also lost his severance. Mm. And... He lost his, he's stepping away, quote unquote, from his Sirius XM radio show. Wow. Wow. Um, wow. What an awkward, awkward position to be in. Because if I was Chris Cuomo, I'd have did the same thing for my sister. That's what I'm saying. Like, like nepotism, uh, is, is nepotism goes both ways. You help people to get what you like. You you help yeah. people to for good things. You get them get them the job. You get them this. You get them the connects. You get them the the networks. Of course, he's gonna tell his brother like, "Yo, it was always a conflict of interest." When he had to report on the, I mean, CNN reports on the the political landscape all the time when they were reporting on COVID and how it's being handled in New York. He's talking about his brother. His flesh and blood brother, who he grew up with, who he loves. It's awkward. So I don't know how I feel about this, especially when you have like Fox News folks who are, they have no journalistic integrity. They keep their jobs, but that's Fox. I don't know. I mean, I I think CNN should have like figured out a way to like, should have had foresight that that was a conflict of interest a long time ago. Oh, I'm before. sure they had many conversations with him about, cause I know for a while he wasn't allowed to interview his, while his brother was running, he was not allowed to interview his brother. Yeah. It, that, that they could have, that was, a, they could have 
Child, oh, you could have seen that coming. They wilding though. Cornwall brothers out here wilding. I mean, it's so sad. The whole, the sad. entire family. I mean, it's. I, I feel for the every all the victims involved. I do. It's just it's. Uh, I will, um, sad is the wrong word. It's wild. Yeah, it's sad for them. They it's be wild. Right. They will be okay. No, no, they'll be. I, I believe that they'll be fine outside of like men. I'm sure his mental health is a hot ass mess right now. He's probably so embarrassed. But um, yeah, it's just crazy. The 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 what is it? Fall from Grace. That was like a movie on um yeah on Netflix. That woman didn't look well. Things were I didn't all watch good it. just a week ago, child. It was all good just a week ago. Uh, and then I. CNN also had someone on, and I was really happy to see him back, Jeffrey Tubin. Jeffrey Tubin is a CNN commentator who I, I really enjoy. <laughs> but Jeffrey Tubin, I do. Well, he, was, he, was, he worked for The New Yorker for, I want to say, 27, it's either 27 or 37 years. I think 27. He was fired because during the pandemic, Jeffrey Tubin thought they everybody took a break from the call he thought that his camera was off and he was masturbating oh jeffrey <laughs> he i remember it, that like, jeffrey yeah. was pulling the tube yeah Damn. so <laughs> but <laughs> what i was i was home for thanksgiving and jeffrey tubin was on cnn and i was like oh my god he's back and my mom and her husband didn't even know about it but i say that it made me it may be happy to see there's a road to redemption, right? And then I looked up like his first interview on CNN and they just, they handled it. It was with a woman reporter. I forget her name. And she said, all right, let's just get this out of the way. This is what happened. You were caught. He apologized. He took complete responsibility, but he didn't mean to. He, That's thought very his, different. he didn't know his I, yeah, camera was I, I get on. It. But I don't That's know ridiculous. If, if you can... Cuomo can't they come can, back though. And neither one of them can return from that because you're trying to defend somebody that sexually assaulted women. Like one, you well, sexually assaulted women. Two, you're trying to find to defend that no, person. Allegedly, no, allegedly, allegedly. Either way, there's it's a much there's there's not it, a lot it's of turn much more complicated. Back from that. I just don't like once you're the governor, you're the you're the what is it? Disgraced governor and the disgraced news reporter, journalist, commentator. What the fuck do you do after that? Work at Walmart? What no. do you do? I don't. Their last name. But what do Cuomo. you do? Their family has a a bridge named after them. They'll find a way. We'll go into finance or something. Politic from the back. They'll be all right, girl. Who's gonna? I, I I'm so curious to know what happens to them. But I, I'm sad that you know I. I selfishly, I really, really enjoyed primetime with Chris Cuomo. And Don Lemon might be in trouble because Don Lemon was texting Juicy Smollier when all that shit came out when they said that Juicy Smollier was lying at first. They got text messages of that. Fox Fox News and found Fox is trying to take CNN down on Trump's behalf. But they're releasing all kinds of statements where they're like, uh, Don Lemon was texting Juicy Smollier and feeding him information during the... I'm like, oh, To think that Don. shit doesn't happen is is just silly. Ridiculous. So R.I.P. to the to the Cuomo family. Damn. Did you hear about a Kamala's staff falling the fuck apart? Apparently she's 
very difficult to work with and is abusive towards them and numerous staff members are stepping down. I don't believe that. Who said that? One of the staff members. Who said it? What what source are you reading? The Washington Post. The rumors started circulating in July. Vice President Harris staff was wilting in a dysfunctional and frustrated office. Initially, um, Chief Harris spokesperson Simone Sanders originally said, let me um, call the people that complained about the the work environment cowards. We are not making rainbows and bunnies all day. Um, this is a hard job. And I'm like, welcome to the club. And then five months later, Sanders, that very same person, is leaving the vice president's office. The highest profile. She's member. the one that's leaving? Mm-hmm. Simone Sanders is leaving? Yeah. <gasps> oh, I believe it a little more now. So Kamala out here wilding on niggas, cursing them out. No. <sighs> Joe. Well, high pressure. I, I can imagine she going crazy. Shit. But Kamala, well, stop. Also, who knows what you know what people's crazy is. I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. Kamala might be cussing everybody out, but maybe not. Maybe she just telling it like it is, honey. And people don't want to hear it. Who knows? This is all allegedly. You. <laughs> This is me. I was watching The View today, and Sunny Hostin is all. She's a lawyer, and she's always like, allegedly, allegedly. Um, anyway, so yeah, everyone, it was uh, highly political today. You know, we're all, we put our thinking caps on for you this we? week, uh, as best we could. <laughs> so let's take a break first. We don't have any new patrons. We might. I didn't look it up. I'll be honest. Let me stop lying like Juicy. Or Bola or Ola. Because <laughs> we don't know. We don't quite know. Um, so shout out to you if you are a new patron. Insecure Season 5, Episode 7 is up. We're still talking. We're still hanging on. Chit-chatting about Issa and them. And uh Yeah. We have we'll new have patrons, Ashley, thank you very much, and Demetria, thank you, thank you very much. We do thank you. recognize you, and we will shout you out. Thank you, beloveds, because you may be non-gender conforming. And if you're on Patreon, you'll understand why we're saying that, because we had a whole conversation about <laughs> it. But if you're not, you missed it, and we're not going to say it here, because that's not going to get you to join our Patreon. marketing sales tactics. (laughs) So yes, please rate, subscribe, review. I haven't even checked to see if we've had any reviews. Um, Please review and do all the things. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Shanti, you want to take us to a break for a favor? These messages will be right back. Do you guys like that one now? <laughs> That's a new one. And we are back. <clears throat> so it's the end of the year and I'm running out of shit to talk to y'all about. So I was inspired by none other than the shade room. And I saw that there is a couple and they are sadly getting a divorce. Now this couple, I didn't quite understand their union, <laughs> but a union it is nonetheless. A union it was. Stevie J <laughs> and songstress Faith Evans surprisingly are calling the quits after what? Maybe two years of marriage? We don't like to see anyone's marriage end but we especially don't like to see fighting over money. And this is what's happening. Stevie J is asking for spousal support from Faith Evans. And so it got me the thinking. And y'all are going to say that I sent her men. But it got me the thinking of why well, let me, let me preface that. I was also talking to a friend of mine. We were talking about furniture. And said friend has beautiful taste in furniture. And said friend also sadly experienced a breakup where he lived with his partner. And he left all of the beautiful furniture there. We're not talking about Ikea, ladies and gentlemen. No Target. We're talking... West Elm. We're talking about solid wood pieces carved. No screws in this cabinet. Heirlooms. Wood solid frames. Heirlooms. Things that can be passed down. Left it all there. Left the relationship with a bag and himself. No one did anything wrong in the relationship, from what I understand. Just didn't work. But he still left everything. So it has me the thinking, is Stevie J on to something? Should he be entitled to spousal support if indeed Faith Evans makes more money than him? Which I don't understand that. He got a lot of kids. 
But I don't understand how she would make more money than him because Stevie is no... Stevie is a producer. Like, the things that he's produced, I don't think that we re- even realize. He should have some coin. But if he didn't, let's let's remove Stevie and Faith from it. Should men get spousal support? Should they get half? Should they leave relationships with more than just themselves in a bag? I don't know. Because I'm not giving nobody nothing. <laughs> I think... But I... I actually think that they should leave more than than just a bag. But you go ahead, Shanti. I what think, do you think? I think the the claim that women, modern women, are making now is around labor, right? Like, mm. if we're gonna talk about a um the classic nuclear family in which a man works and a woman stays home and takes care of children, mm-hmm. the argument in femini- for feminism during that time in which that was a normal dynamic was that women, the labor of taking care of home and family should be given credit. Considered. And should yes, be, sh- you should, if it were to be broken down or if there was going to be a value a financial value to it, women should be reimbursed for it. And that argument is still happening today. Just thinking about what's going on with COVID and so many women taking on the responsibility of caring for the kids at home while still having to work and just the stress and the, the labor cost of that. And I think that is a tried and I think that is an irrefutable truth so mm-hmm, if Stevie mm-hmm. J can prove, if men can prove that they have put in a significant amount of labor towards the lifestyle or towards the rearing of children or towards the, the I don't know, if they can prove that, yo, I should be reimbursed or I should continue to be um, compensated for the value that I have created in your life, right? Because mm-hmm, then sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, I was your you wife and your secretary, like for right. I was your secretary, his office manager, and his computer. For you know, and then and that that is like, all right, she put in her sweat equity. Now he's like, she should yeah. be ret- get the returns of that. If he can prove it, why not? I don't think generals have anything to do with it. I mean, of course they do, but I, I'm not flinching at him asking for that. I'm not flinching for a man. At, pff, let a nigga try to do that to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm listening. I'm like, no, if he could prove says it, if the I, same if I woman know that's like, that, if I ever have another baby, I'm not working for six years. If I wouldn't, because that's my, <laughs> the labor, I'm not going to work mm-hmm. and take care of a child while you do what? I would hope that he's helping take care of the child. But what if it's so? What if there are no kids? Stevie well, and Faith Stevie didn't have any kids together. Then I don't understand what he's asking for. I just looked up his net worth. He's supposed, according to Google's, he's worth more than her. I don't. Then I, I then he's being. I keep hitting my mic. I'm so sorry. Then he's being spiteful, or I don't know how he's going to prove that in court. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think women either, like even the instance where you said the partner, you know, 
you're with somebody, y'all both move in together, you have Stop this touching the- apartment together or whatever, and you both put money into decorating your the place, why should the woman walk with everything? Even Thank if you. the man makes more money than her. Why? In terms of morals, oh, in terms that's of that's a ethics, different scenario. In terms of okay. morals and ethics, sure. I think it would be chivalrous. Chivalrous? 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 Chivalrous. Chivalrous? I think it would now be... Now you messed me up. I, I think it would be dope. <laughs> I think it would be cute or whatever. <laughs> I think it would be... Ethically, I think it's kind. I think it's kind and thoughtful and mindful of the circumstance to be like, yo, I'm making three times this bitch. Let me break her off with these West Elm fucking chairs, little raggedy bitch. She can keep it for (laughs) the next 15 years while I go buy a brand new set. But like, he he ain't ain't, ain't entitled to do that. He'd be like, no, like, we can sell these and split the value of it. That's the thing. It's the entitlement of it. Now, if he offers it because he's being cognizant of the fact that, you know, okay, I might make X amount more than you. But what if they make the same? What if they doing the same type thing? I know. So I, I know of another couple, the same thing. He, no one, there was no infidelity there was no nothing. He just didn't want to be with her anymore. And as a result of the fact that he was the one that initiated the breakup, he felt like he couldn't take anything. And he left that relationship, their apartment, that where they bought all everything together. He left that relationship with himself and a suitcase and had to start all over. I feel like that was... that. Uh- if I if that if that was a circumstance for me, I wouldn't want. I feel sorry for her that she's stuck with all the reminders in their old house. Like I wouldn't even want that shit. I'd be like, yeah, that's that would so be hard. hard. For me to yeah, lay take in it. the same bed we laid in. Oh, that's p- the, the couch we picked out together, decorated death by together. A sword. Yeah, but when it comes to things of value like artwork and. Yeah, furniture I'm is valuable. It's, that gets tricky. But this idea of him thinking that she needs to pay him. Do they have kids together? Who? Stevie J. None of these couples. Oh, no, no. None of the, 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 the regular folk. Yeah, it's interesting. So let's take it a step further then. When So this... <laughs> you know me. I've I've said... That despite the fact that I want to cuddle with my partner, my imaginary partner, every night, I do like my own space. I've always said, I at least maybe a duplex. And I come upstairs, like, man, we got our own shit, right? Like, you got your space, I got my space. Maybe we could figure out how it can be under one roof. But, like, I want, I want my decor. And it might not match yours. And I want my shit, and a place to retreat. Retreat. So, with that said, it get. I'm just telling you what it brings up for me. It gives me anxiety, or it gives me a little bit of pause. Like if there was a piece that I really, really loved, and I'm moving it with my partner, I might say, "Oh no, no, I'll get it. Let me. I'll just get it. 
because I know in my head, I want to take this shit if something (laughs) happens. I don't want to have to figure out who's keeping it. If I love this fucking, I don't know, table and I'm really attached to it, then I'll just buy it all the way. So you you just, because it was, even when I left my apartment, right? There was stuff there that I had folks that I lived with for many years. It was, they were consistent and there were things that we purchased together. There were other things that I was like, no, this is mine. I'll buy it on my own because it's mine, period. Now everybody can use it. The, the, it was it was an interesting thing. Now when they would have, they had a uh, they wanted a new couch, and I was like, well, I'm not buying a new couch just because you guys don't like this one. If we all want to split a couch, fine. But when they moved out, they didn't get to keep the couch because they I'm still living there, so it just kind of happened that way. And I still have the fucking couch. <laughs> so it's it's interesting where I, I was thinking about them in this, and I'm thinking to myself, wow, that maybe they feel a way. Like I just I. Got to move out. I don't get another couch. I don't Locked get a up. third of the couch. But I think that's the only thing we bought together was the couch. It is, actually. Everything else I bought. I think it's dope. I think it's important, though. Like, when you talk, when people get married, prenups are, like, you know, mm. settling or having clear discussion around these material things is important and even in moving into with somebody I think it's really important that you have these conversations you're buying yeah. stuff together to be really clear and I don't think anything's wrong with that I mean if it feels cold and calculated it feels terrible because I don't I also don't want it to I, I'm talking about something that I just love like oh my god but it this, feels like it, it feels cold and calculated because it is but also it, it's the truth so just say it like <gasps> Oh, but I I also feel like I don't know what happened. My mic just flaccid. Um, it. I also don't want to be in a home where we're walking around. And it's like that's mine. That's his. That I want it to be ours. Were well, you asking for two guys? Even if much. it's my space. Even if I get the duplex thing right eventually, and and we're up and down the steps in uh, each he's other's. Be at and the, the bottom duplex. You gonna have a top. I duplex? would like to be at the bottom. Because he, I wanted be to carry top. all this shit up the stairs. That's really yeah. interesting. I've dreamt this. <laughs> and, you know, I, I want to sleep in the same bed every night. Like, I want, but it could be like you come to my place, you come to your place. And then it's like two different spaces of like different kinds of decor, different kinds. It's fun, it's exciting. Mm. I work down here, you might work up there. Like, oh, the kids are up and down the steps. If there's kids, I don't fucking know. Plenty of guest space. But I would want him to feel. That he's home in the space that I decorated, the space that speaks to me. I also think I'm sensitive because I have a, a family um, where they their partner was more well off, and their partner decorated the entire home. And my family member, she had no say in anything, and she doesn't feel like it's her home. And she walks around on eggshells in her own home. She has one room that she decorated, and he bitches about it all the time about how it looks. Like I would never want that. Yeah, that sounds like but a also, s- deep dysfunction. If they separated, she ain't getting it. I don't think she, if they separated, yeah. I don't think she's getting a damn thing. I mean, she'll get stuff from the divorce, but in terms of furniture, I don't know. I have no idea. Not that they will, but I'm just saying it's so complicated when we mix love and things. And stuff. 
I don't know. I don't have, um, especially when you have money too. I guess that's why divorces are so hard. And I, you know, it's very, very difficult because that's what you have to rip apart lives that are completely intertwined. But so if you have those conversations you, oh. ahead of time, it makes things a little bit more clear. Yeah. Let me ask you a hypothetical then. Let's say Sable takes off. You are a millionaire, right? Oh, speak it into it. Sable is, you're now, Sable takes off, you're a millionaire. It's basically the new anthropology home, right? For black women. You find somebody, love them in a, in a great relationship. They make $65,000 a year. Fine. You live together. You've helped pick paint together. You've redone the house, renovated, beautiful furniture. And then it, nothing happens. No, no infidelity. Because I feel like infidelity plays a part. You cheat on me and you get shit. Get out. All you have to do is be honest. We, all we had to do was talk about it. <laughs> so I feel like a lot of people have that stance of like the, the person who is quote unquote deemed wrong gets nothing. You forfeited <laughs> all the things, which I don't know if that's right either. But let's just say for sake of this hypothetical, it just doesn't work out. Relationships run its course. You are a millionaire. Does this person get any of your, the stuff? From the home, from your home that you've decorated together. Again, you can see your face. Again, to <laughs> go back to the other person, um, I, it all depends. Like artwork and shit. I, for for me, artwork feels really hard. Like mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. that feels like the hardest thing. Um, but. If I'm a millionaire and this person makes $65,000 a year and also for me being in the same, seeing the same things that hold so much memories, mm-hmm. I don't care. Yes. Take the furniture. Now, if this yeah, person, if I'm in that situation, take everything for like money, you know, or if a child, if a child came out of that and he's like, I'm used to this kind of lifestyle. No. Break me off with it. And I need no. and we're sharing the responsibility of the kid and we want the kid to have the same lifestyle. That's when it gets tricky. Oh, that's different with the kid. The lifestyle Kids thing, I never tricky. understand that argument for, for women or men. It, I, I guess I don't have a kid, so I don't think about it in those terms, right? But when, there are people who leave relationships and they're like, well, I'm accustomed to this lifestyle. I need the upkeep. Are you insane? Then go out and fucking figure out how to upkeep your life. Like what? But I would say if I'm a millionaire in that situation, yes, take take the furniture. I'm going to be able to recoup this. Also, I would probably give that person some money to get on their feet. Even without it. Now, I'm not giving you money to maintain a lifestyle. It's more like this is we love each other. I, I still love you. This didn't work. I want to see you okay. I have it. So I don't want to see you struggle. So here, here's a lump sum, a one-time lump sum payment of, and it's not even like a thank you. It's, not, it's like a, I want to see you okay. And I have it. Why not? Like, I love you. Take that and I want you to be great. 
if there's a child involved, of course, my child needs to make, I need to make sure that my child has, you know, the necessities and the things that, that it needs and all this kind of stuff. But like, if I got a house with six rooms and your pop got a house with two, you be all right. The fuck? Yeah, but you he don't could even make have a house claim. with six he rooms. He could make too. that claim the same way women do is we give us. And I think the same way women do is wrong. Um, custody money. And a lot of times, the lifestyle claim has to do not with the kids. You think Kim Porter now, was a Now, if you want me to digger? pay... F- huh? You think Kim Porter didn't deserve to be taken care of by Puff Daddy? First of all, why would you bring her up? She passed. So if because I say anything, now you jamming example. me up. She gave that man three Kim children. Kim Porter, didn't she come from money? She had Albie Shore as a baby dad before But didn't Puff she... she I, I thought she came from money. Not sure, but because I, I believe Kim Porter if she came already from money, had. All right, so Kim the hypotheticals if she didn't continuously taken care of until her until her last. Of course, breath. taking care of and living lavishly are two different things. Am I supporting your lavish lifestyle? And Kim Porter had her own money too. Let's not sleep on Kim. She did have her little business ventures and and shit like that. Will I give you a mill? To invest it and do your thing with. Yes. Fine. But I don't know if I'm just paying your fucking mortgage every... I just... What? Wow. I don't know about that. Like, why would I do that? But I also don't have any kids. And that's the mother of your kid. You have it. And that that, the mother of my kid doesn't have to work? I'm confused. like uh what's her name serena and venus's dad apparently he had like five kids that he wasn't taking care of he had a lot of kids no i'm not i'm not like he wasn't taking care i'm not saying that i wouldn't take back you'd be all right i'm not saying that i wouldn't take care of my kids they would be taken care of i'm talking about the ostentatious lifestyle the yachts the this am i doing all of that fuck no are you what what? Maybe not the yachts, and the difference, the difference BBL. with Kim and Diddy, that's a bad example because they were still dealing with each other. They were never not in each other's lives romantically. Ever. That man, that was his home too. He keyed in. Okay? That was just another property. And he loved that lady. There was romantic love. I'm talking about we are not together at all. No. Fuck that. It's no. the it's the Hollywood lifestyle. Break me off my three fifty a month. Three hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month because you But have that's it. supposed to go to the kid, not your kid. To, what is a two year old gonna do with three hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month? Nothing. A kid don't need that's a, my kid, exact a kid. Needs- point. That's my exact point. So put that money away for the kid or you While can you take a, a portion of that for you to live in an apartment. And think, Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, you're going to buy a home. Of course you're going to buy a home, but I'm talking about I'm talking about the riches, the the diamonds, the this, the 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 this bags, all that bullshit. Like no, that that's not what this money is for. And I'm not supplying that lifestyle for you just because I have it and you feel entitled to it. No. Wow. And I don't th- and so if I was married to a, a millionaire You're not man, really down for the redistribution of wealth then. You're a true capitalist. You're not really no, down not. for if I got it. 
I'm tricky. I haven't found a balance. No, no, no. Because I, I would give it, but I'm not necessarily. I'm not letting you. You're not getting a just a free ride because we were fucking for some time and whatever. No, fuck. I'm not. I I wouldn't even be so. Let me finish. Let me finish. I wouldn't even be in a in a mansion with ten extra. I don't even think that way to have ten extra rooms and no bodies to fill it. Mm -hmm. That's not who I am. This is hypothetical. Got but what I'm saying too is yet. if I married, if I married a millionaire, I would not feel entitled to his money. Like I wouldn't just think I'm entitled to it. Would I hope that he would help me out a little bit afterwards if something happened? Sure, but I wouldn't <laughs> feel like I wasn't like it was mine. It's not mine. Now, if I'm helping run the business, if I'm helping, the, then that's where it gets complicated. If I am a stay-at-home wife, not mom, wife, and we, we don't last, we get divorced, I don't feel that he should help, that he is, should then have to pay for my lifestyle to be the same as it was if I was with them. I ain't with you. The fuck? Now, if I have kids, I'm going to expect that my kids should not want for anything. But I would immediately think I have to work. I have to take care. Like, of course, you got to help make sure we're good so our kid is good. But I'm not thinking that, oh, you got to make sure I got this bag because this is a lifestyle I'm, I'm accustomed to. I got to be in first class. I'm accustomed to it now. What? No. Do I want my kid to go to the best schools? Yes. Should my kid have to take out college loans? No. Should they have a a a, a nice a, a savings account? Yes. Should I ever have to struggle paying my mortgage? No. If my car is fucked up, you gonna help me? Yes, I would hope. Cause I gotta get our fucking kid around. Sounds like you still want some access to his money. You just don't want excessively. Sounds like you still want to be taken care of. It's the excessive thing. There are women that want the excessive thing, but I'm not gonna be sitting on my ass at home either. How just you know saying, like, well, this is what I'm used to. What? We we don't know that. It's just, it's a for me. It's a matter of how much money do you have, right? Because the <laughs> way that child support works in the courts is your you the way that they decide how much money you're going to get each mm -hmm. month is with your income. Mm -hmm. So if you're making a little bit of money, some people are only getting a hundred and twenty five dollars. A month for one child based on income. That's ridiculous. That's yes. nothing. So the same thing applies if you're making $250 million I a month a year. You. Then the it's the same thing. The women's getting broken off. I agree with you. But the key word is child support, not Birkin bag support, not Oh, I need lipo support. Internet, the shit that we see. If you're getting to, if you're getting three hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month for who's 15 getting that? Years, Google that. I want to know who's getting lots it. of people for fifteen wow. years. I can't wrap right, my, my you, you have that. a you have a baby with somebody. The kid's two years old. Y'all break up. Y'all got a lot. Sixteen years. You got a lifetime of three hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month. Sure, you're right. You're going to be driving around in your reasonable lifestyle, tucking it away. Sure, you're right. I, maybe for the first year, you're going to be like, ha, ha, ha. And then you're going to be like, the fuck? But when I'm, I'm it's set. The it's I'm showing up. I'm getting 350 
$1,000 a month. I'm balling out. And my kid's going to be okay even with me balling out. That's just the way the system's set that's up. A very, that's a very specific example. But for the regular Joe Schmo, I don't know. I just, I don't feel entitled to it. Mostly if I don't have a kid. It's interesting. We have two different perspectives here. It's interesting. Mostly if I don't have a kid. If I don't, if I, if, because the spousal support kind of trips me out. I would hope that my partner would be like, nah, I'm going to make sure that you're taken care of, that you're, that you're good, that you can get on your feet. It's going to have a landing pad. It's interesting about, and I'll say the last thing, it's, it's, so I think it's all in context, right? I'm saying some things, but also like you're with a partner for 50 years and he's like, all right, I don't actually don't want to be with you. I'm going to get a younger thing. Go figure your shit out. I'm going to go live my, take my millions over here. You're fucked. That's not okay. And it, and it being on his whim of whether he wants to give it to you or not, that's fucked up. You put in 25 years. You know years, what it is? You're a 50 or you know 60 year old woman and you just put out there. You don't, you don't have an income because you've been dependent on him for whatever reason. I you think, he, I think That's he should be supported. That's the breakdown. That's the breakdown of what's not computing in my head. I can't see myself ever in a situation in any relationship where I am dependent completely on a man for financials. Stability. That's why Chia Nas like you ain't you ain't using your fucking noggin, sis. <laughs> <I know. laughs> That's your first problem. But even them, I mean, I, listen, Nas's lady ain't no fucking slouch. She's about to be a doctor. But she okay. I, I'm not gonna tell nobody's business, but she they, got her shit together. Know, if a okay? man wants to pay, who gonna be saying no? I, I think that I think. No, that's the disconnect. I've never had it, and I and I think it would make me. It would affect my relationship greatly if I felt that. Yeah, that I that I was at that 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 he was the only thing between me and homelessness. I wouldn't. I wouldn't function well in that relationship. I could be with somebody who made far more money than me, but I always got to be having something and tuck and tucking it away. Yeah, I I think. Now, will I be able to maintain the lifestyle that I had with him? No, but I'll be able to stand on my feet. Stevie, to go back to Stevie J, it's fucked up that he's asking her for money because he has a substantial amount of money. It seems like he's doing it out of spite. It seems like. He's trying. Yeah, Maybe she cheated, she cheated on, on Faith. Seemed like she'd be cheating on niggas. Like Faith probably. Oh my cheating. god! Don't say that. So I don't Faith know. That doesn't lady. make any sense. But in term, I think it's all in context. I think it's tricky, and I think nothing. If you got it's it, so tricky. I don't know. I, I again. It's so tricky. You marrying this person? They got a lot of money. Like, what's her name? Oh. It, it, it's it's it's. Very difficult when you're talking about extreme poverty or not extreme poverty, like very little money. Where it's like this nigga only giving you one hundred and twenty-five dollars a month. He's giving you fifty dollars a month, and then it's ridiculous. Like that's not right. And then it's ridiculous. That's the capitalist beast. What? That's that's the capitalist beast. We 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 circled back to capitalism. Capitalism is the issue. But I I think. I I actually am not convinced that 
the lifestyle shouldn't be continued. I'm not convinced on that, actually. I'm not. If you don't have kids. Yeah, I'm not convinced on that. If you put in... If you're 30... It, let me ask you. If, not if you put in 50 years, like you said. That's that's a little different. If you are married to somebody for, for two years, you think for the rest of your raggedy ass life, he should be maintaining the lifestyle that you had with him for two years? It's tricky. Or if you stumble upon a whole bunch of bread and you're married to somebody for two years, you think you should be paying them to it's upkeep tricky. their lifestyle for the rest of their raggedy How ass we life? We want prenups. We want prenups. <laughs> I don't know. It is very tricky. It's hard. And a lot of the prenups nowadays are like, if you do, it's so contractual. If you're in this relationship for 15 years, if you're in this relationship for this many years, if I you give them a kid. I think it makes sense. Two I, years, now you don't it get is. nothing. I used Ten to think years, it was terrible. You might get something. 15 years, for sure. <laughs> yeah now i see why that's a thing you better be but the it's the lifestyle i cannot imagine being told that i have to maintain somebody's lifestyle because they had the honor of being with me if you don't get the fuck out of my face that it's would be a hard one years. to swallow it's been for 15 years hell yeah it makes sense well hell yeah Y'all buy your own furniture. Your velour suits. (laughs) Red beanies. Buy your own furniture. Buy your own art. Don't go half on art. The moral of the story is don't Don't go half on art. Just don't move in with nobody. Don't get in a relationship. Don't try to unite your life. Just stay. You can unite your life and not your finances. (laughs) You can still enjoy whoever's you can still enjoy the lifestyles whoever's lifestyle is the lifestyle you want to enjoy without it having to without y'all having to put bank accounts in each other's names and shit no that's terrible advice that's terrible advice just don't buy art together no that's just it. have to have hard conversations all the time because money or is avoid the number it one reason and don't buy art up. together <laughs> <laughs> no, the hard conversation has to happen, and and it's all gonna depend on yeah. Especially to all your young folks moving in with somebody, knowing for a year you're moving in, cause cause that breakup is a divorce. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not married, y'all better go to IKEA. You gotta split up that apartment. Out. Keep the motherfucking. You receipts. like who's keeping this mom bookcase? <laughs> cause all you got is IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> who's keeping the Hellwig? I I want the Hellwig. The bean. I really like this beanbag chair. <laughs> I brought it in here. Who's keeping it? For real. And then the pets. You don't know how many people I know have moved into with one another in New York because it's so expensive. Don got pets and then break up and they are going to war over who's keeping that animal. I have I know someone who shares a cat. <laughs> I can see a dog, but it's fucking ridiculous. They pack the cat up, and every two weeks, the cat goes to mom's house, and then the cat goes to dad's house. That's sweet. I love that for them, that they're working that out. I don't know if the cat likes it, though. I'm sure the cat is like, can you stop? That cat is well-adjusted. Blue would not be able to deal with that. First of all, Blue, I got to figure something out. Can you hold Blue for... um... My child is deathly allergic to cats. 
She's not deathly allergic. She just get a little itchy. Mm-mm. You don't not even helpful. JoJo. I don't know what to do with Blue when I go to Pittsburgh. Make it to have her go to Amanda's house. Amanda's not. Amanda's mad at us. You ain't see the group chat. Y'all better leave she wrote, her alone. She wrote a six paragraph thing to leave her the fuck alone. I said, Ooh. <laughs> I was so happy it wasn't me. I said, it really wasn't me this time. I said, Amanda, you <laughs> set yourself <laughs> up for that one, girl. Just be quiet. <laughs> anyway, y'all. Well, again, Ew. not one answer was had outside of had hard conversations. Rethink buying that art together. Rethink those pets. Get your Rethink bread moving if you need in to. together. Always have your own bread. Mm. Maybe consider an alternate lifestyle. Trick on Maybe a nigga. These... Trick on <laughs> or a nigga. Not. That's my. No, <laughs> <laughs> if you them. get with Shanti, you're going to have to upkeep her lifestyle for the rest of her life. But the good news is her lifestyle really ain't it's that. It's real basic. <laughs> like, it's real basic. It don't take much. Just keep it coming. <laughs> Give me a what? Extra fifty hundred fifty dollars a month to maintain that lifestyle I had. It's a fucking Uber yeah, Eats. As long as I can use this listen, yeah, HBO when her car fucking, gets to a place. Um, yeah. Thing. Let me keep listen, if you got the 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 logins, let me keep the logins and for about a little $150 bit. Until I, I could put towards food that you were paying for me before. We're there good. You go. That's Buy it. me a battery when when my car gets fucked ba- up again. I gotta AAA. jump it. Keep the triple A and a triple A fucking <laughs> membership going till Let I me die. Use triple A. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Those are the items I want. I think I, I pretty much got your... a lot of those after relationships. <laughs> <laughs> I'm basically a kept woman, <laughs> <laughs> baby. I ain't get nothing. <laughs> you still don't have no sl- access to HBOs or nothing. I got access to HBO from my sister's husband. Damn. I don't have one thing. I had a Sling account, and I didn't even realize I had it. And and then he changed the password because we kept trying to watch the game. And Sling Sling only lets you, really, Sling is strict. They only let you have one login. They ain't fucking around with y'all. And they were like... So we kept getting knocked off, and then he kept getting knocked off. Like, Let me get this but it was both of us shit. trying to watch the game at the same time. So maybe that's why I'm. I'm. I think that maybe because I've left everything with empty-handed, with myself in a bag, that I feel that's all I'm entitled to. Wow, we're, we're maybe we're getting down to the psychology <laughs> of my trauma. More to be discovered. Anyway, this episode is over. Chanti. Thank you so much for listening to Around the Way Curls as we are nearing our final episodes of the year. We appreciate you and we hope that our episodes are becoming more succinct. No. With more vocabulary words. (laughs) Also, we're going to be taking the first two weeks off in January so that we can read. Um, rest and restore. Double, so double you won't R's. hear from us then. Rough ride. But we will be back. All right. Goodbye. Bye. You have just heard yeah, an around the way yeah, curls yeah. John. Follow him on Twitter yeah, yeah. at